Welcome to the Social Innovator Podcast. It's your host, Jay Michelle, the Social Innovator. On today's episode, What About Your Friends, Week 2, we will discuss vulnerability in friendships and recovering from hurt. I hope you're ready. Let's jump in. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode 16 of the Social Innovator Podcast. I'm so happy you joined me. This week, we're going to be talking about vulnerability and friendships and recovering from hurt because we all been hurt by our friends. We all been burned by some friends. And I have my awesome friends here with me this week, and they're going to introduce themselves. So who want to start? All right. Hi, everyone. I am Kayla. Um, I've been Jalen's friend since 2014. But we met in 2013 and had a, um, but we, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who next? Hey, everyone. It's Ariana, and me and Jalen have been friends for about two years now. Hey, you guys. My name is Lynn, and I've been friends with Jalen since, was this like ninth grade? Yeah, it had to be. For our little youth organization, child. <laughs> I was going to say little youth organization. I'm dead. So I'm so happy to have my friends here. This week we're going to be talking about recovering from hurt. Um, Have any of you felt hurt in friendships before that damaged your friendship with somebody and you had to let them go? Do you want to tell about those times or what? Because I know I've been hurt before and sometimes like I'm, I feel like sometimes I'm still recovering from hurt in different friendships. So have y'all ever felt that way? Like, you know, you've been hurt by somebody and then it's like when new people come along, it's like, man, can I even trust this person? Or can I even be friends with this person? Because of the hurt that has happened in the past. I know with me, I kind of have this, not a childlike mentality, but I'm in a period where I don't trust everybody, but I'm really eager to have positive female relationships. So, like, if some, if I can feel good energy from somebody, my first instinct is to not be like, I don't really know if I can trust her. She coming out way too friendly. Like, maybe she could be healthy. Right. You know? So, that's, like, what I'm becoming as an adult. Mm-hmm. Because the friends I've had in the past, I think I gravitated to unhealthy types of people. Not unhealthy friendships, but... Definitely unhealthy types of people. What you mean by unhealthy types? Like, I would be in friendships with people that were narcissistic or people that were not really friends. They mm-hmm. Or they didn't have healthy ways of being supportive or loving towards a friend or how you would interact with a friend. Right. Like, a lot of, like, not knowing how to communicate to a friend in a way that you feel safe, mm-hmm. that you should not feel safe with your friend, I think. And I think in the past, it was a lot of friendships that we didn't push that envelope of vulnerability well, vulnerability to be able to, like, understand each other better. We just kind of like, okay, we don't agree, so that's just that. Mm-hmm. That's not mature. Right. And as an adult, I know that. Right. And, like, even with positive female relationships, you're not going to always agree, but you have to figure out how to be healthy and coexist because you need those relationships. Right. I mean, to piggyback off of Lynn, um, a lot of my her relationships have been friendships of the past mm-hmm. that really no longer exist or are starting to fizzle out. And I think my hurt from the past is just because I'm maturing and I want different things out of my friendships now. And a yeah. lot of those people didn't understand that and they want to keep me back to where I used to be. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... I would say that I have hurt, I've had hurt, but as of right now, like I'm really open to friendship. You know, um, I'm on a whole different wavelength. Like with me and Kayla, we travel. You know, like that's the type of stuff that I want out of friendships now. Right. Know? And I know you said about like people from the past. Do you think like sometimes we could get too comfortable because we've had a friend for a long time and feel afraid to let them go because it's like okay, man. We've been friends since we were kids. Now I like you can. I feel like sometimes you can actually feel a shift, mm-hmm. but you want to hold on because that's somebody that you feel comfortable with, and they may not necessarily be healthy for you, but y'all just have that time in. So have you ever been in that position where it's like, man, I really have to make a decision? Or are you even in a position right now? It's like, man. I know she's not a good friend to me, and I'm still allowing her to stick around or him to stick around, whoever, because I feel comfortable. I'll feel like a bad person if I let that friendship go. Yeah, so 
with my friend from the past, she ain't gonna listen to this because we're not friends no more, so I ain't worried about it. But, um, <laughs> but you know, we were friends for like 19 years, and so we grew up together. We were friends since we were three, um, and so we had that history, we grew up together, and all of that. So, for me, it was really hard to let her go because you know, she was considered my sister. Um, but it just got to a point where I was like, okay, you know, my dignity and um, my appreciation from a person is way more important than our history together. Right. You know? And for me, with, like, um, friends that I've had that are more long-term, like, friendships that have ended or continued, I wouldn't say the ones that have ended, ended, like, negatively. It was just, like, a gradual thing, like, just grew apart. But I've had some friends, I've had recently a, a more recent friend where I decided like I mentally cannot engage in this relationship anymore so I had to pull back. Mm-hmm. And then I've also had another friend who I would say is more so long term where we stopped talking to each other, stopped communicating, but I was open to like letting that person back in. And I wouldn't say that it affects uh, my willingness to be vulnerable with someone else. But I will just say, like, overall, as a person, I struggle with being vulnerable, mm-hmm. like, with just people in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that because it's sometimes it's not even because of stuff that we deal with in our own friendships, but it's just a lot of stuff that we see mm-hmm. that keeps us from being vulnerable with other people and especially yeah. other women mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, well, I see this person went through that and I don't want to experience that same hurt. So I think sometimes it's hard for us to build those friendships and then it's also hard for us to kind of, if we do build it, kind of maintain it. Because sometimes you can have this mindset like, man, something gonna happen or like somebody gonna burn me or something like that. And then you can also like ruin it in your mind before it ever happens. So have you ever been that person in a friendship? It's like you, you thought negatively from the beginning and it's just like you expect it like the worst out of somebody and then that happened to you i'm too nice yeah i literally don't expect you to be a a total we can curse Mm -hmm. a total (laughs) cluster i just yeah i come like if i actually will feel like i can like connect i'm not gonna off the top just be like Oh, I just had this whole conversation about my life, and uh, I don't even know if I could trust this person. Like, sometimes, like, other women kind of need just the moments of, like, relating. Like, right. it don't even have to be like, oh, my God, where did I just tell her? Not even that deep, because I know me and, like, other girls that I know, women, they not clocking everybody's business, but just really trying to be a catalyst for support. Right. Or at least those are the type of people that I'm trying to surround myself with, because I was around girls that, you, the minute you start doing good, it's... Oh, you, you not my friend because you telling me I need to do this. Like, I remember I had a friend in undergrad. She used to love wearing booty shorts. We all know they're cute. We know this. Mm. But who really going out if it's cold, freezing, <laughs> and we want our cheeks out? It's not me. Right. And it was one night in particular, I wanted to wear some corduroy jeans. It's cold. I'd much rather just be warm. She made the comment like, Oh, you such a grandma, like, and, like, that became, like, this back and forth, like, energy as far as me being better than her because I don't do this or that, but that's not even it. I'm looking at you as my friend, and it's like, you wearing your ass out. Right. And then You wanted me you, to be okay with that. Yeah, and that can make you also self-conscious around that person. Like, everything you do, they gonna say something about this, you know? Yes. And so it's like, why would I want that type of person in my life? Yeah. And I've been in situations like that, too. It's like <clears throat> people can't critique everything about you or, like, everything that you do. So it makes you, like, not even want to be around that person. Or it makes you be like, well, I know if I get around that person, they're going to say something. Or they're going to have a certain attitude or something like that. And then it just makes you be like, okay, so what's the point of this friendship? Right. And I feel like, like you were saying, that goes back to people having to feel like they're competing with somebody. You know? And... Have you ever been in a friendship where it's like, man, I feel like you may not even be competing with the person. The person may not even be competing with you, but you feel like, I don't know. I can't explain it. Every like time this y'all have feeling, a conversation, yeah. it's just like, 
why are we going back and forth? I was just trying yeah, to Yeah, like you up. always have like a back and forth or it always feel like they're trying to one-up you or something like that. Have you ever been in something like that where it's like they always got to feel like they being better or something? That's honestly how that friendship was with the girl in undergrad because it just became like this, everything I would be, like anything I could say at any point would be like coming from this, you're better than me point. It's like, that's not even it. Like we can't even coexist differently but supportively together and that's what like the riff was because it was like i couldn't be how i was while supporting you being how you are it was like you're gonna accept me how, how i am and also be how i am and if not i'm gonna judge you and that was so uncomfortable to have a friend that just didn't let you be you because right. i'm not gonna be perfect every day but another friend won't either and i'm not gonna be like oh my god she i can't invite her because she ain't trying to love her booty out right it's not that deep and personalizing people is definitely how I think friendships get cut in the beginning and also like within like the journey when you like at a point where you just angry because that's something I've had to learn to like just really step back and sometimes stepping back from a friendship may be like a couple weeks or a month but when y'all come back it's kind of like y'all have a clear head but judging your friends and mistaking them helping or a miscommunication it just be like just looking back on all the people who I have it in and who I cut off and who should have been around still and who still you can appreciate the good of the bad people. It's just be kind of like, it ain't even that deep. You just want good people around. Right. Yeah. Um, I would say I haven't really noticed that with a friend trying to one-up me if I mention something. But I will say one thing that I do try to do is to be like more conscious of how I respond like a friend might share something with me and I have something similar going on instead of say, always saying like, oh, me too, or oh, I have the same thing. Like I'll try to just focus on what that friend is saying. Like I really try, because it's so easy to be like, oh yeah, you know, I got the same thing going on. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes I really try to say, okay, let me not say that. Let me just focus on what this person is saying and make it about them totally. Um, but yeah, I can't really say that people do that to me and I don't really do that to people either, so. So even with saying that, have you been in a lot of friendships where you feel like people have supported you in that way as well? Like listening to you? Because I know you said you want to present that to other people, you want to listen to other people, but do you feel like you've been in friendships where people actually listen to you and not just always tell about what's going on in their lives? Um, I would say yes. I. Uh, I don't know about when I was younger. I probably had some friends who were more self-centered, but a lot of my friends now, like we've been friends as like teenagers, so we've kind of grew together. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I even have friends now who I feel like <laughs> listen to me too much. So I'm like, so how are things going with you? Right. You know, and they're like just listening, and I and I feel bad because it's like I don't want to just talk about me the whole time. Like I want to talk about your life and what's going right. on in it so I would say that most of or I would say all because um, I guess if I notice someone not doing it I'll cut them off or like in the, with the other case have to just straight up say like I can't do this you know mm -hmm. it doesn't happen often so what about you two do you feel like you have people that actually listen to you like when you need to vent and things like that, do you feel like your friendships are like an open door for you to be vulnerable in that matter? Yeah, I do. Um, I have this one really good friend who I can go to her for almost anything. And a lot of times I don't really share too much of what's going on with me. One, because my life is really boring. So <laughs> there's really nothing going on with me. <laughs> but when I do, um, it's usually something that we can both um, relate to. Like something that happened to her that also I'm going through now. Mm -hmm. And I'll just talk to her and vent about it and you know, see how she handles certain situations and everything like that. So I'm more of like the listener than the talker. I don't know which one I am. It just depends on the dates. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, cause I'm like, I'm, a, I'm like this friendly person, but I'm also like this loner. So like, mm -hmm. I can't say my friends are always, like, checking on me because I don't have, like, a million. But when I, like, when I am, like, in a period where I'm, like, in my head about some things in life, it's my first instinct to text my best friend, not all the time. Because 
sometimes I don't necessarily always feel like my friends will understand what my anxiety or fears or feelings stem from. And sometimes before people actually listen to what you have to say, they kind of already like giving you advice without actually like really listening and feeling what you're saying. So sometimes I deal with a lot by myself before I actually reach out or like I'll wait which might not be the best thing, but like a, I'll let a friend, you know, come to me, which might be some time after whatever I dealt with is dealt with, mm-hmm. but I'll let them know after. But I think that's where, like, y'all were saying, like, good friendships, they just come into, they just come into play when you meet people that kind of, they doing things that a friend never did, and you're realizing that, okay, these are the friendships that are worth me, like, putting extra effort in and really, like, nurturing to keep them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So what is, like, if you could think of a time, what was, like, the hardest um, friendship that you were in that you maybe had to cut off? Or what was, like, that biggest hurt that you ever dealt with that you actually had to be like, okay, man, I don't want to do it, but then I got to do it. And what was the result of you doing it? Like, what do you, where, why do you see a difference now than then? I mean, a lot of times, for me, it's, um, my friends not appreciating what I do for them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like, that's a big one. Like, really, I feel like that could only be the deal breaker for me. You know, because I, I do a lot for my friends, you know, and I would go to hell and back for my friends, you know, because they're family to me. And so when they don't appreciate that or reciprocate it, then I cut them off, but I don't tell them. <laughs> like, I literally will ghost you. And then it'll be like, you got to figure it out for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, or ask me if you really want to know. Mm-hmm. But, like, the same thing with that girl that I was friends with for 19 years. Literally, I was waiting for her to ask me what went wrong in our friendship, and she never did. And that'd be, like, the determining factor. Like, do you even care enough right. to ask me what's up? I feel, yes, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Right. So, you know... I mean, she eventually did after we um, ran into each other back in Wisconsin. But, um, <laughs> let that be known. But, um, you know, she eventually did. But the way she asked me was just like, So are you going to tell me what happened in our friendship? It's like, Why Why are you asking me like that anyway? You like, know that's what I mean? The like, worst if energy. you really care, why would you ask me in that way? Right. So, you know, I mean, I don't forget what I was trying to go to but yeah yeah I could say that too like with me I haven't had too many friends that I went ghost on but I've had a a few friends that I've just been like you know I don't even I don't even want to talk about it you know it's just like I can't give you that yeah it's just like it's just too much it's just too much and it's just like okay well I'm just gone well my thing is like we're adults so I feel like you should know what you're doing you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't have to tell you, mm-hmm. hey, you did this and you did that. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I feel like you should just figure it out. But every, I feel like everybody everybody may not know. Because it's a some, balance. Because some right. people be so consumed with themselves they wouldn't that it's just so. like they wouldn't even notice that you have a problem with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've been in a lot of situations like that. Or that person may have a problem with you and they're so consumed with their problem with you mm-hmm. that they can't even see how you're hurting as well. And, you know, I feel like I've been in friendships like that. It's like people can be so consumed with themselves and so consumed with their problems towards you that it's like you're the only one that's wrong. You're the only one that has done anything. So, of course, they're not going to ask you where our friendship went wrong right. because they're not concerned about that. They're concerned about them and how they feel mm-hmm. like you've done something to them. You know, so I feel like... In situations like that, that has always been like an iffy thing for me because it's like, okay, so if I already know or if I already feel like this person has this kind of mindset already, then should I even talk to them about it? You know what I'm saying? Or should I just go MIA? You know what I'm saying? So have you ever felt that way like a person couldn't see your concerns because they were so wrapped up in their own Can we bring concerns? these men into this conversation? Yeah, you can bring child. Them the ones that... No lie, I don't, I think my female friends, I don't necessarily ghost them, but, like, there's a point where a female friend knows that, okay, 
you have pushed me to an extent. You feel that, and if you care enough, you'll come to be like, hey, I see you kind of distant. What's going on? If they know that they really like hurt your feelings with these dudes, they can get ghosted. They can get lit and alerted before I block them. Hey, I'm blocking you. Blocked. Right. But that'll be very much so for my well-being. If only we knew how to do that for friendships. Because right. no lie with friends, like, I don't, I don't like being like, I was look, I can't do this. this. What a, let's just, because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, like every, we all saying like just communicating. A disagreement might really be that as long as nobody, you know, had sex with nobody's husband or nothing. Right. We can fix whatever going right. on, right. but if we're not even going to talk about it, right. that kind of hurt my feelings that I didn't get you so much of my friend loving and you just, you just disagreed. And that was a good point. Like, I do feel, me personally, it's like, I don't mind communicating when a dude has pissed me off or if he has made me upset about something or if I just don't want to talk to him no more or if I feel like he not good for my life. I can easily be like, I'm sorry, please don't text me no more or I could just block him. But when it comes to like a friendship of like another woman, it's hard for me to just be like, you know what, you really pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like some kind of way I feel like bad or I feel like I'm being a B because... Because we hate to be a Yes. We hate to be a B word because that's what the world makes us seem anyway. So any type of putting our foot down, we like, can we do that? And then it's just like sometimes it's not received. And I feel like right. you don't have to say it in a, a mean way. But I feel like sometimes it don't, it don't matter if you say it in the nicest way. That it's just still taking like you're being an ass. Like, yeah. And so I feel like I, I try to understand like why is it like that? Like why are we that way with other females? But like with guys, it's so easy for us to just be like, I don't care about you. I don't care about your feelings. Maybe that's a it's good thing though. Like maybe us having that nature will like get us back in on track of like possibly just being more open to giving. We're not saying giving female friends chances to screw up, but we gonna let these men do it. So why not let a sister that you didn't not saying we about to let our homegirls just mess over us completely, but let us have some disagreements and friendships and be able to like, girl, let me tell you how. Two years ago, I was gonna cut you. <laughs> but like, we at my wedding now. We like laughing, right. like let's be able to get to those moments. Cause like, old me, I had just, like the, I told y'all the girl in undergrad, she was a girl who I really, really rocked with. And that friendship was one of those that I did not want to cut off. Mm-hmm. I left the door open for her so long. But it it got ugly when it started seeming like she was teaming up with everybody that didn't like me. So now it's like, dang, our friendship done? And you you really not my friend no more. You let right. me know that. That's the part that hurt the most. And the people you think are they got you and they just like, because they miscommunicate with you, they don't know you no more. Right. And you no longer knowing who your friend was, that's the part that hurts. Yeah. Oh, I would say I don't really have huge disagreements with my friend. I've had a situation where one friend got mad at me and, like, we stopped talking for maybe, I don't know, a few months. But everything is like it used to be. Um, but but even with like my closer friends, like, we might disagree. I have one friend where we would argue and then be like, okay, like, you know, it's, it's all good. Like, I guess she it's more like a sisterly relationship, uh, especially if drinking is involved. I'm like, girl, you getting on my nerves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, we can disagree and still be us, like, still have the relationship. But I will say as far as, like, with the cutting people off, I have not done that a lot. I've only been cut off by two people, one of which I said, like, it only was a few months. One was almost two years. Um, and one, I guess we're more like associates now. Um, and for me, I don't like to just say, like, I don't like to burn bridges. That's what it is. And so I didn't want to tell this person, like, hey, girl, you know, I can't do this anymore. But then some things started to be said about me. And so I had to address See, it. See, like, that's always the worst part. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not going to let this go untouched. So let me let you know this. And then 
we could have a conversation about it, but the conversation was never fully finished. Like, she wanted to tell me some things, but she never, ever did that. And, I mean, it is what it is at this point. But I didn't want to burn that bridge. I don't feel like I've totally burned it, but I don't think that we will ever really be as close as we were. And she was a more recent friend, and I was more open with her about things than I was with, like, my friends that I've been knowing for so long. So with that, it's like, okay, you know. <laughs> You gotta go, but don't tell my business. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think sometimes you can open up too soon to certain people about the things that are going on in your life? And then that that can kind of be a thing that makes you stay close with that person. Like you be like, okay, man, I didn't tell this person my business. Now I don't want to just cut them out because they might go tell my business to somebody else and I don't really know them that well. You get what I'm saying? So do you think sometimes things like that can keep us in friendships longer than need be because we feel like we've already opened ourselves up? College me was so naive, Lord. <laughs> Girl, let me talk to you just because we got on the same book set. <laughs> yeah, like, girl. Them, like, oh, it was a girl I literally, we met it. Like, y'all know anything about Soul Camp? That's like the camp we went to as freshmen for UL. Mm-hmm. Met her, we was best friends. Ooh, we probably beefing now. And that was like maybe 2011. But like, if I ever see her today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't say that because like even with this friend and I share stuff with her I had a strong urge to share that with her like it was something I was really dealing with and then within that we found a lot of commonality like between us and so to me that really helped our friendship like grow but then yeah things got to the point where I was like oh yeah I can't do this I did have some regret like, I just shared with you something that, man, I th- I know my counselor knew, and and I told one friend when I was, like, inebriated. So, other than that, nobody knew. And, like, I shared this with her. So, yeah, there was a feeling mm-hmm. of, like, regret, but I don't know. It felt good to get it out, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, oh, you know, I wish you ain't know that. But I don't I don't think about it really. So it is what it is. Hmm. Well, like, I feel like sometimes that could be like a thing for me. Where it's just like, you know, well, I can't really say that because sometimes I don't I don't really make too many friends. Like I'm not really like a oh, we cool. So now we can be friends. I feel like I've kept like my same friends for a good little while. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes you think like you're too nice and you like accept people too fast. It's just like, oh, we have this in common now, we're friends. And we kind of talked about that on the last episode, like just being becoming friends with people too soon and calling them friends when they may not actually be friends. They may just be somebody for that time or somebody that you can communicate with for Mm -hmm. that time, but not necessarily like a friend. So do you feel like you've done that before or like you make like bad decisions on choosing friends sometimes? I definitely could say (laughs) in the workplace. Because I'm not going to say I'm like this. Oh, my God, girl, we besties. We kicking it after work. No, not that. But, like, <laughs> I've definitely been, like, way too easy going in the work environment. And then somebody dropped the ball. And then you now are trying to embarrass me. So now it's like you're not my friend no more. And I'm looking like the ass because I was expecting you to be decent. Right. Definitely have had to learn, like, the hard way. Like, work is work. But good people are good people. But good people are still at work. Right, right, right. So you have you ever like been in a situation where like Kayla was saying early, like you have you've had a disagreement and it puts you in a bind as a person. Because you didn't know how to like get to that person so y'all can reach a common ground. Right. Definitely. Like the every friend that I've ever like just lost, like the like I told y'all the two examples from undergrad, those are girls that I really thought were like Cause like I said, first when you a freshman in college and you link with somebody, y'all like, oh snap! Like it felt like we sisters. So like to have those two people change on me in the ways that they did, it was kind of like, man, I didn't even see these ain't that in y'all. Right. And it kind of that scares you more than like I guess finding another friend because it's like, dang, because people not gonna show you that type of ugly 
at first and I think ugly and hurt spirit is something that kind of is something that that person can control and if they don't control it and they gonna put it on you it's kind of the friendship it just it just it's becoming a hurt just moment period mm-hmm. and I think that was that's just the hard part for anybody accepting that okay I guess I gotta put this down right so have you ever felt like you were the one who did wrong in a friendship never I'm perfect no. <laughs> <laughs> um no I haven't but that's probably something within me that I really need to look at too you know what I mean mm-hmm. um not that I think I'm so perfect, but um, I feel like I'm a really good friend. And so when people mess me over... Um, kind of like they deserve what they get. Yeah, and it's more of them than it is me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I had a situation where I really... I, I know my friend was mad at me. But I don't think it was something to be mad over. <laughs> and I still don't. So we just don't really talk about it anymore. Uh, but, yeah, she was, like, really upset. But I still, I'm like, that does not make sense. And I've had another situation where someone became upset with me. And I'm like, I don't fully understand what went wrong. And this person was just very unwilling to talk about it. And like I said, this was a friend who cut me off and it was like almost two years, like a year and six months maybe, well, a year and a half. Um, So, or a little under a year and a half, I don't know, but yeah, it was was challenging. Uh, I don't really know what I did wrong. I don't think I did anything wrong, but, but I'm sure, like I know in my relationship, there are things that I do that might offend people are that are not right but it hasn't really led to a breaking up so do you guys think that it's easy for you to apologize in friendships it's definitely easier for me now than it was in the past and it it is now because i think in the past those friendships that i had with people that wouldn't apologize i think they needed someone like me to just show them that it's okay to apologize because it was so I'm not wrong, and you ain't wrong with this, so we just, we ain't getting nowhere. Mm -hmm. So now, like, I have a best friend who I've been friends with since 2012, and, like, we've had, like, moments where I'll flat up, like, it was a time where I, like, felt like she was being, like, judgmental of, like, you know, my pay grade, because she's an engineer. Mm -hmm. And, like, for a while, I used to, like, internalize, like, oh, everything she's saying is, you know, she she doesn't think that much of me, or she's kind of, you know, talking down on me, but... We had to talk about that. And, of course, that's not, like, the most comfortable thing to tell your best friend, like, you be making me feel stupid. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we talked about that, and we were able to get to a better place to know, like, we understanding each other at a deeper level than just kind of the surface. And that's kind of what it takes now to keep friendships alive. And I wish I kind of had that mentality when I was younger, but that's the point of growth. Yeah. For me, um... I mean, I don't have a problem apologizing when somebody tells me that I hurt their feelings or anything. Um, But it's like, I'm not going to keep apologizing, especially for the same thing. Mm. And one thing about friends that, like, I cannot stand are people who play victim. Mm -hmm. And it's always your issue, your fault. They can never see what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, I'll apologize, but then that's it. You Like, you won't get any more out of me. You know what I mean? And it'll start to fizzle out. And, um, again, it's up to that person. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I don't have an issue apologizing, but in an issue, like, when I said, like, my friend was mad at me for something that I didn't think was worth being upset over, I, what do I need to apologize for? Like, would I do it again? Yes. I'm more mindful, but the situation, when it happened, I was just not paying attention. And I mean, y'all, I'm not going to really say what it was, but it was like, I, it was something to not be upset about. And so, I mean, I wouldn't do it again on purpose, but it might happen again. And I just feel like that's not something that I should have to 
apologize for. I don't like walking on eggshells, you know. I don't like feeling the need to always be like, oh, my God, am I doing this? Am I doing that? You know, like, especially when I have a lot of friends, you know. And so people just got to be comfortable with who I'm around, who I associate with, you know. And, like, I don't know. It was kind of a situation like that. But I I don't think it was wrong. <laughs> So now I I'm don't. curious. Yeah, were you I, friendly by I don't think I apologize. I might have apologized, but I don't remember apologizing. But even thinking about it, I still like. Because if this gets us into the topic of loyalty, that's a whole nother. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, it wasn't a dis. It wasn't something like that. It's like a. You know how you can't bring certain people around each other. Oh. It was a situation like that. And you did it on purpose type. No, but I didn't. Well, not literally, but like it was taken as such. It was like a, I didn't even know you would be here. Oh. Was this with me? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember me being mad. No. Oh, okay. But, but let's say like, you know, it was really a public space issue. I don't want my friend mad at me if she listens, girl. I love you, but I, you know, it was. I think it was petty, so. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what's this for me? Cause you know, I'll be like all the time. Who gonna be there? <laughs> all right, I ain't coming. Y'all have fun. But I feel like with me, I don't really apologize a lot. And it could be a horrible thing, but I'm stuck. I'm such terrible. a like, <laughs> like I'm such a hard like minded person. It's just like you have to really t- like I'm the type of person I'm not gonna try to guess why you mad at me. Like if you don't tell me you mad at me, then but okay, oh well. We definitely not guessing. Like I'm, huh? We definitely not, not guessing. I'm not. But if you come to me and say something, okay, I'm gonna apologize. But don't just expect me to come to you and apologize. It's just not gonna happen because nine times out of ten. I'm probably pissed off with you about something, like I was saying earlier. So I'm not even thinking about, you know. So I don't feel like I apologize a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I don't really. And then part of that too is like I stay to myself, like yeah. Well, and a lot of times for me, I don't have to apologize Same. a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like because I don't have that many disagreements with friends. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. especially if they're on the same level as me. So I don't have to apologize. You know, a lot. Yeah, I I don't have to apologize a lot either because yeah. I don't have a lot of situations. But, I mean, if someone tells me, like the friend who I let go, mm-hmm. and she would say, like, well, this is how you made me feel when XY, and I apologize, you know. And, I mean, she apologized too, but it still was something that mentally I just couldn't uh, be in that space anymore. And so that's why I had to let it go, so. And then, too, I think, like, now, like, I'm at a point where I'm just, like, I don't have time, like, I I just feel like I'm in a different space now. So, like, I don't even put myself in really situations that I become frustrated with somebody. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, because, like, yeah. part of that, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm staying in a bubble, and I give, like, I'm not gonna, I don't feel like I give, like, my all. In friendships anymore It's just like we're friends We're cool Cool We discuss things Yeah But I'm not gonna sit here And have an argument with you Or like I'm not gonna sit here And have a confrontation with you I'm not even gonna let it get to that point Because I feel like sometimes I can be surface level with things If that makes sense Like Like you can know stuff about me But I'm not gonna No longer get to the point Where we just disagreeing about stuff I'd rather just be to myself And so before we disagree about something I'm just going to exit before this even even have to happen, you know? So I'm like, sometimes I don't feel like that's necessarily a good thing because I could kind of be like kind of reserved or push myself back into my little bubble. So you kind of like stop talking to people before it gets there or do you see it heading that way and then you just like, let me remove myself? It's like, I wouldn't even say seeing it head that way. I feel like it just doesn't happen anymore. Because I don't allow the room to. Like, I'm not going to talk about something that's confrontational because I don't feel like arguing with you. Right. 
So if I feel like it's going to be a confrontational subject, we just not going to talk about that. And we're just going to keep enjoying our friendship without having a butt heads about something. Yeah. So like that's kind of like where I'm at now. It's just like I don't have time to like mentally be upset with somebody that's my friend. So anything that'll get me to that point is just like I'm not even going to talk about it. We just going to. Oh, we never talk at all. That's how I am too, though, because it's like I just have too many goals and too, you know, like I have too much stuff that I want to get accomplished in this lifetime that I don't have time to deal with the pettiness and, you know, like I need you to be there for me when I need you and I'll be here when you need me. But if you're gonna cause rifts and problems in this relationship, like I don't want to deal with that, mm-hmm. you know. I would say, I mean, like, with that, I don't have time for, like, pettiness, childishness. But I'm cool, unlike what the person thought about me, that I don't (laughs) like people to disagree with me. I don't need an echo chamber, you know? And I don't think that growth really occurs that way. And so let's talk, you know, like, we can debate. I I I wouldn't see it as, like, an argument if I disagree. I mean, by definition, it's an argument, but not, like, a hostile argument, you know? Like, we can disagree we can grow, like, growth really happens that way. Like, the views that I have now, if people didn't challenge me on them back then, then I don't know where I would be. Like, would I have been willing to, like, go and read, you know, and research more? So I do like to be stimulated, like, in my relationships by my friends. Yeah. And I have friends, like, we don't just, we don't agree on a lot. And then I can see the progress of, you know, like, I'm learning about this, so we might talk about it and they might not understand it. So they might say some mean things about it. And I'm like, you know, you need to research. You know, you need to be more understanding. And now I can see that person, like, growing and, and reaching, like, yeah, uh, more uh, getting more knowledge of the subject. And so I like stuff like that. Like, yeah. so don't be offended ever if, you know, we ever have a disagreement. Like, I, I like it. But I don't, I like, I wouldn't consider that a disagreement. I would feel, like, I feel like that would that's be. That's like a discussion. Yeah, like, we, that's, that's what it should look like, though. Topics. That's what I thought you meant. Like, <laughs> when I say that, I mean, like, stuff that you're, you know, you have some friends that you're always going back and forth on a certain mm-hmm. thing. Like, yeah, like, so it's like, sometimes I'm just like, if I know, like, we're never going to agree. Yeah. Or I know it's going to always cause us to go butt heads and stuff like that i'm just not gonna even bring this up like you know so i mean controversial controversial show whatever i can't can't even say it right now in that that, in that manner you know so like i'm not afraid to have discussions with people but at the same time, I'm not going to keep having the same discussion. We're not talking to walls. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to keep having the same discussion about something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if it's like a progressive discussion, cool. Right, like, if right, I'm right. learning, you're learning, I'm all for it. But if it's just like, no, you're going to see it my way type thing, I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. You know? I called uh, Kayla the walking encyclopedia the other day. She's Google, girl. Oh, yeah. She Google. She know everything. What I What's Ross? Probably. I probably told you what something was, um, and you was like, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> she, like, walking Google. Right. But I feel like in friendships, it should always be like you're learning something from somebody else. or like mm-hmm. It's like a growing environment. Right. But a lot of times, those friendships aren't growing environments. It's like y'all are both mm-hmm. just staying stagnant in a friendship. And that's a that's kind of something that like I told myself I would not allow anymore. Like I'm not just gonna allow myself to be stagnant in the friendship. If I'm not helping you, you and you're not helping me, then we don't need to be friends. We could just talk from time to time. Associates, right? Like, and I feel like that's people make that such a bad thing, but that's okay to be somebody's associate. Y'all can hang out mm-hmm. and talk from time to time. Nothing. You don't have to call everybody your friend. Right. And I feel like in this culture, we feel like we have to call everybody friend. Everybody has to be a friend. Yeah. When they really don't, it's, it's okay for y'all to just be cool and not be friends. But like, like, how would you handle if you wanted to let somebody go, but they didn't want to let the friendship go, and they also can be very sensitive so you kind of have to like be very cautious at the way you approach them mm-hmm. so like how would you handle a, a situation like that honestly my personality 
I'm sorry. Just don't go. Just don't go kill yourself, please, because I don't want to be responsible. But I feel like. But you really wouldn't be responsible, you know? Like, but I feel like I don't really have too many people that's like clingy like that. Like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just like. You, she must do. Because <laughs> I'm not. Okay, I'm way too long. I don't know too many people that's going to be like, no, you're going to be my friend. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I remember one time I was dating this dude and I told him, no, you're not going to break up with me. <laughs> like, you're not going to break up with me. You're going to stay with me. And we're going to be together. And hey, it worked. He stayed with me. <laughs> Until we broke up. <laughs> But, like, I've never had, like, a friendship that's just, like, you know, you're going to be my friend. Like, we're going to be friends. I don't want to let the friendship go type thing. I feel like nowadays people don't fight that hard for friendships anymore. It's just like, oh, you don't want to be friends? Okay. Yeah, I think it's worth talking about, like, why. Yeah. Because just to see, like, is there something that we need to work on or I need to work on to make this friendship work? If not, then I don't want to hinder your growth as a person. Like, you go be happy. I might be a little sad and miss you. But, I mean, I'm cool with people leaving. (laughs) And I think sometimes we have to be cool with that. We have to be okay with protecting our peace and wanting to grow. And, like, if that causes people to leave us or if that causes us to cut people off, we have to be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it can be hard to say, like, I miss my homies, but, I mean, homie got to go live their life. Like, and I don't know, I feel like I have a lot of friends, and some have been around for a decade or, well, about a decade. And some, you know, are more recent. So when some kind of gradually fade out, I might miss you, but I don't feel totally, like, empty Mm -hmm. as far as friendship goes without that person Mm -hmm. being around. So another question, it's the last question. Do you guys feel like you're closer to your friends or closer to your family? Ooh, child, but if you don't have any friends or family, good <laughs> dog. <laughs> I got a dog. Um, they be the best, though. <laughs> they don't talk. <laughs> For me, I would say I come from my maternal and paternal families are close. However... I have a, a, but I just say I have like a private life, you know, like there are just things about me that I don't share, I don't open up, I just, I just don't, I just don't feel like it's their business and I feel more comfortable sharing that like with my friends, <clears throat> so I guess in many ways that way, emotion. well I wouldn't say emotionally, but I'll just say it depends on what it is, but there are a lot of things that I'll share, and there are things like for my parents. I like I just really would not want them to ever know this, mm-hmm. so I may never tell them. Yeah. But I probably told a friend, you know. So right. it just for me it depends. But I wouldn't say I'm not close to them. I would just say I'm just not comfortable sharing certain things because I don't want them worried or like looking at me differently. <laughs> so yeah. um, I would definitely say I'm closer to friends than family. Um, and that's simply because, um, I like, I have a hard time forgiving stuff, especially in the past. And I have a very short tolerance for, like, um, people who really mess you over. And, like, usually it's not even my problem. Like, it could be my, my parents' problem. You know what I mean? But it's, like, that would cause the um, relationship with my family to, you know, not be good with me on my part. You know what I mean? Because I'm very protective over my parents. Like, we have a really great relationship. And so it's like, you know, with me being my mom's only child, like, she does a lot for me. And, you know, like, our parents are irreplaceable. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, to me, it's like family, even though, you know, we're blood, that really doesn't mean that we have to be mm-hmm. close or, you know, have a good relationship. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's just by chance that we're related. Right. Literally. Right. <laughs> the genetic die. <laughs> what about you? I I honestly think with me having kind of like a balance of both, like I'm very close with my mom and my grandmother, and then my I have one female best friend, and then I have like two, three male best friends, and they're like out of state, and that's kind of like 
if I'm like, hey, um, hey, I'm about to dive off. Like, I'm, those are the people probably going to let know first. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I do feel like I have, like, a balance with them, but I definitely could, I would love to have, like, cousins that I could hang with and kick it with and do things with that are my age. Mm-hmm. I would love to be more connected with my family because I think at the end of the day when friends not there like I would be able to I would love to just have family mm-hmm. to count on because like holidays would be a little more lively that's always you know how the yeah. TV makes it look I want to <laughs> feel what they're doing you know so yeah I definitely think it might be like a balance for me a bit of both what about you um honestly I wouldn't say either or because I feel like with me like I have a fear of losing people so that can be family that can be friends so I kind of like keep myself in a space where like if anything were to happen like I'm like I'm not that involved like invested I'll still care you know what I mean I'll still care but I try to put myself in the position where it's like man I'm not going you know how some people be like well I couldn't if this person wasn't here I couldn't live without them type thing so I try to put myself in a position where it's just like, I don't know. It's just like what I do. And it might not be a good thing, but it's just like what I do to try to protect myself so that if something ever happens, like I'll still be able to live life. Right. That's what Jada said. Jada Pinky. Oh, yeah. I had a similar thing. Like my cousin, he was my favorite cousin and he was killed. And I'm like, man, because we had really gotten closer in the years leading up to his murder and I'm like I at that moment I'm like I don't want to get closer to anyone else who I'm not already close with because I don't want to feel this again mm-hmm. um, but I will say that I'm at a point in my life like death hurts it is sad yeah. but I agree I don't want to ever feel like I cannot live my life yeah. without someone now I'm still really close to people but I don't put my all into someone yeah because so. I just have I don't know if it's a fear or what but it's just like it's just something that I think about. I don't want to be like, you know how some people are just like totally invested in something and then like somebody can pass away and now like now all of a sudden they're sick and their body is going down because they were yeah. so emotionally attached. And I have that fear in both family and friendships to be that emotionally attached. So like I, could, I feel like I'm like in the middle. Like I'm. I'm open, I talk to people, all of that, but at the same time, I'm just not, like, super, 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 super close. So do you feel like you wouldn't be strong enough to endure that? Because I feel like it's... I don't feel like it's the, the strong thing. I feel like it's just not something I would want to... Yeah. Kind of like a couple. Like, yeah. when older people get really old and one dies, and here come the next one, because they're really, like, Connected. close. They're one, you know? And so I get that. Like, you don't want that for, like, if I die tonight, you don't want to die tomorrow. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much for joining me. I'm so happy that y'all joined me. And I'm so happy that you guys listen. And as always, you can reach me on social media at d.social.innovator. And also email me at connect.jmichelle at gmail.com. Thank you so much once again. Never forget to pray, grind, eat.